Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's Amanda Rieger Green. Welcome to Soul Sessions. I am thrilled to introduce my guest today, Greg Fazio. He is a friend, a client, and he happens to be my executive producer, Elizabeth's brother. And the cool thing about that for me is oftentimes I get the ability to connect with multiple people in a family and do sessions and hold space, get to know them, read for them. And it's amazing the synergies, energies, lessons that come through. And it was very divine when we connected, Greg. And I remember when we first met, we just had this kindred energy, yet you also really reminded me of your sister. And it it was like all the divine puzzle pieces and the human puzzle pieces were coming together. So welcome, Greg. Thank you for having me. It's seriously a pr- pleasure to be here. And, uh, you know, since I met you and you kind of came into my life yeah. via Elizabeth and listening to your podcast, I just really feel like things have just been slowly but surely like going in a better direction in my life. And I just want to say how grateful I am to you. So thank you. Thank you. I'm looking at Greg on the screen right now. And I just keep seeing his sister Elizabeth because they totally (laughs) resemble each other. And I'm just getting some deja vu. So they have these amazing smiles and just really bright spirits. One of the things Greg and I were talking about as we were setting up and prepping for the podcast is questioning where we're supposed to be. And when we have a passion in our heart, when we're searching and seeking for our meaning, our purpose, and everything in life may feel either out of whack or alignment or contrary to our purpose, like being in a job because, yes, we need to pay the bills. We have responsibilities, but there are other dreams that are seated in our heart and we can't just jump off the deep end and fulfill those because we have practical responsibilities. Do you want to speak a little bit to that to start out? I think you nail on the head. Like a lot of times I feel like 
I'm stuck in the position that I'm in. And, you know, my job is 100% commission and I have the stressors of paying the bills, paying my mortgage, putting food on the table, but also having this like deep sense of feeling like I'm meant for something more and not really knowing where to go. Talking to friends, family, that sort of thing can help, but just kind of figuring out in my own mind where I can go to find a deeper sense of purpose or, you know, is it a completely different job? I don't know, you know, and it's kind of hard to find my way. Thank you for sharing because it, it resonates with me, certainly. And I think back personally to when I was in healthcare years ago and some of my intuitive gifts were coming through and I had this deep passion and purpose that was growing within me, this call, this call of the soul. And I was starting to feel not right-sized, you know, in my job. And it wasn't that I wasn't doing a good job or putting my heart and soul, but there was uh, a discomfort because I felt like, gosh, am I letting myself down? Am I letting my soul down? Am I not fulfilling my God-given talent? So instead of me just being hard on myself, like we all can be super self-critical and hard on ourselves, it was like, wait a minute, am I letting my soul down? Am I missing my purpose? So it goes, and when I hear you talking, that's what I feel in you is not just the judgmental, self-critical stuff, the chatter in the head, the mind, Mm -hmm. but like this feeling in your heart that something is empty or unfulfilled and you have to figure it out and you have to figure it out now or else you're running out of time. So it's urgency and, and it's urgency combined with what's on your plate today. Does that resonate? A hundred percent. I feel like the mindless chatter that's going on and like the, you know, negative self-talk, it tends to want, lead me to want to escape. And whether it's scrolling social media or Netflix or whatever it may be, it's just breeding this kind of like mindless chatter. I just feel like time's passing by, you know, and I just, I want to find, I want to find some answers and like push myself out of this, right. Yeah. Of this feeling of being lost almost, you know? Yeah. Thank you. Because it does feel like we can be lost or super uncertain and in the void. I have a good friend and she calls that being in the hallway when it's like you're in this hallway and there's all these doors and none of them are open yet, but you have these hopes and wishes and dreams that are on the other side of the doors. The door has yet to even crack open or unlock. And it's like you're pacing the hallway. And that is this place of getting comfortable in uncertainty. And when we come into those places where we feel stuck, one of the greatest things that I know to do is to get really comfortable being stuck because there are times in life to stand still. And yes, you show up for work. Yes, you do your job. You get the day-to-day life stuff done. But when you feel that overwhelming heaviness that is almost deep in the soul, it's kind of an irritability or pervasive feeling which is in the unconscious and the subconscious, but it's bubbling up, a lot of times we feel it in our heart. And even as I'm talking to you, it's like I've got a little heartburn and I'm like, I don't think I ate anything that would cause that, (laughs) but I can feel it in your heart space. Your heart feels restricted. And one of the things Mm -hmm. that I know about you is you are kind, you are giving, and there is this energy that wants to share and connect with other people. So when our hearts feel restricted and when our soul feels like it is not out there to play and free and shine, we can feel the tightness in our heart. So just to go very simply and metaphysically, when you notice that you're feeling irritable or stuck, 
or alone, any of those experiences you express, take a moment and literally use your breath, just breathe, just pause whatever you're doing, breathe, but breathe into your like your heart and lungs. Breathe fully and let your chest expand. Exhale and let the oxygen run through. And after you do a couple of rounds of breath and begin to settle into your body, focusing on the heart and actually imagining that you're breathing through your heart. So this forces you to stop the active mind. It begins to calm the physiological aspects of anxiety and nerves and frustration. The emotional body balances out a little bit, but what happens is you're you're tapping into your imagination. You're tapping into another muscle and you're focusing on the heart. So imagine as your chest rises and falls that almost there is this, you know, cord of light through the center of your chest and right into your heart. And if you want to actually imagine what a heart looks like, what your heart looks like beating in your chest, we've seen enough medical shows on TV that we we all pretty much know what the heart looks like as an organ. So imagine the heart in whatever way it comes to you and imagine you are breathing through your chest space. And you can do this pretty rapidly and it actually will recenter you and retrain your head and your heart because there's about 18 inches between the head and the heart and usually those two things are not interconnected so by breathing into the heart you're just inviting in more space more clarity and but the breath is inviting in organic movement not you trying to get unstuck. Well, let me go let me go make this phone call. Let me reach out to this person. Okay, I'll go do the laundry. You know, where we want to distract by being busy. I mean, I mm-hmm. do that. Do you do that? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, like if if I'm feeling not enough or stuck or uncomfortable, my first go-to is, well, let me go do something and be productive. You know, it doesn't matter if it is the laundry or I'm responding to an email rather than just saying, oh, shoot, I feel stuck. I feel uncertain. I feel frustrated and just going into it for a few moments. And it's kind of amazing what will happen. Let's say you do that for one minute. And then once you do it for one minute, you kind of want to do it for two minutes. I will tell you this because it starts to actually feel really good in the body and you start to feel lighter and more spacious and more aware. But your imagination, pulling the imagination, because right now what's going on with you and so many people out there, because I can see it and feel it, is we are using all of our senses on overdrive, the natural senses. So our voice, our ability to listen, our taste, our touch, you know, all of our sensory abilities, but we forget to tap into the imagination as this this extrasensory ability that is the gateway to the clarity, the intuition, the still small voice within. And that's what you're tapping into by doing that. So using that as a practice when you are consciously aware that you're feeling that. And what the other thing that that does is it brings you into conscious awareness. It gets you very present. And then you do something productive that is also tapping into a higher frequency. It's not just something in the third dimension. You're actually tapping into the fourth, fifth, and sixth dimensions. So the fourth dimension being this universal consciousness, the fifth dimension 
being of the heart and the sixth dimension being that which builds new worlds. I mean, there's there's so much to it to think about, but that that practice in and of itself takes you from a very grounded space. So from the first dimension all the way to the sixth dimension, which is revolutionary, and you're doing it through the heart, which is your place of unconditional love, your place of peace, which is all the things that you're not feeling when you're in the stuck place in our human body. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And two things in particular, like finding the peace first, and then comes the clarity, like those two words in my mind just kind of link, right? Finding the peace through breath or however you do it. And then comes the clarity for you to say, okay, no, this is like where I'm actually feeling. This is where I want to go. And this is, this is the next step for me to take, right? So. And what you just said is so wise, because what I heard you say is finding the peace, then comes the clarity. Well, the peace is like that quantum field, the zero point field of anything is possible, unlimiting possibilities. So you've automatically in a very succinct way. So this is quality over quantity stuff, guys. In a very succinct way, you've reset your nervous system, you've re-entrained your head and your heart, you've moved through dimensions, you know, you're you're doing all, you're tapping into the imagination, the intuition, but you've gone from this place of stuck and frustration into peace and clarity, which opens you up to what comes next. And it creates that space, the the infinite possibility space, because we can't figure out that out where we want to go next from the stuck space. But the more that we repeat this, so the more you practice this, the quicker you will be able to re- hit the reset button and find your clarity, which is resilience. And that hits home with a lot of people is feeling resilient because we're all struggling with burnout, not feeling connected, the overwhelm of the holidays. And and what you're sharing right now, it's like the stresses and pressures you're feeling. Well, guess what? They double down for all, most of us, all of us, me included, during the holidays. And it's the mm-hmm. end of the year. So automatically we say, oh my gosh, what have I accomplished this year? I thought I was going to fulfill my hopes, wishes, and dreams, or I haven't made enough money, or I haven't healed this. And then we automatically feel like we're running out of time which goes back to that sense of urgency that you're already experiencing. And you're right on time for that, by the way. You know, even when I look at your numerology, you're in a nine year and the energy of the nine automatically creates a sense of urgency because it pushes you to go higher. The heaviness you have right now, Greg, is not just about what's going on in your day, your soul is trying to connect and wake you up to your passions and your purpose. And you're searching for that. You've been doing the work, but now it's letting it flow in. So creating that space helps it flow in and repeating that just, it's like tilling the garden. You know, you're getting little weeds out and you're just weeding the garden. And for most of us, I'm not a big gardener, so it's not my thing. I'm, you know, but I have, <laughs> I've gotten better with my plants and, and really I have some plants that are thriving, but I'm not a big gardener. But what I do know is weeds pop up, you know, mm-hmm. even like after you've weeded the garden, weeds continue to pop up. So it's not like this is a one and done exercise. These are things that we get to add into our spiritual and personal toolkit. In addition to that and talking about clarifying your purpose and taking action around it, but yet being in the job you're in and suiting up, showing up, doing a good job, 
you know, you're on commission. That's already stressful. I have been on commission before. I know many people that are, and it's always like you're chasing, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's like, well, yes, I might've had this big windfall, but I already have to get ready for the next one. You know, I think about realtors sometimes and, and, you know, I know some amazing realtors, but it's like they can sell a big house and they're already looking for the next listing. And that it can just feel like this cycle that never ends. So you already have a job that breeds that urgency cycle. And guess what the clarity in that is? And I'm, I'm laughing a little bit about it because it's it's simple, yet it's a big thing is your soul very clearly is saying, I don't want to be in that cycle of urgency, you know, get one commission and move on to the next. I'm craving stability. I'm craving Mm -hmm. something like something in your soul is saying, I want a solid foundation. I want stability. Does that resonate? You're spot on. Okay. Because that way we can build on that. Like that one, you know, and I was like, I just realized what it just came to me. I could see it. Like your soul was like, it's stability that he's craving. He's tired of the chase. Mm -hmm. You know, he can Mm -hmm. do the chase because he can hack it and he's proficient and he can hustle. You know, he's, he's got it. I know you've got the skills, but you're like, but I don't, that's not what I want to be when I grow up. I want stability. I want to be able to be flexible and take vacation. I want to know that I have a steady income stream coming in. And then on top of it, you want to love what you do. So you got two big things going on. I want to love what I do and I want to feel stability. And then also there's a third thing. Your soul is laughing is I want to feel seen. I want to feel recognized. And, uh, and I mean, like, I know people resonate with that. I want to feel useful, but I want to feel recognized in what I do. And, you know, for me, I resonate with that very clearly because it goes back to, am I enough? You know, am I making people proud? You know, that's the little voice in me. Mm-hmm. Am I making people proud? Are they proud of me? And yeah, I, I mean, like, yeah. that's a big thing. So also, I had a really good friend reflect this back to me recently. And what she said was, what did you do in your childhood when you played by yourself? Do you remember like when you were not playing with your siblings, like when you were out on your own, like what did you love to do by yourself where you could totally entertain yourself? Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What did you do in your childhood when you played by yourself? Do you remember like when you were not playing with your siblings, like when you were out on your own, like what did you love to do by yourself where you could totally entertain your yourself? Some sort of sport or it was like a video game of some sort, one or the other. Okay. Well, this tracks with what I know personally about you. So this, okay, these mm. things track. So yeah. what she reflected back to me, which I thought was so wise, was the things that we did when we were younger that we were able to entertain ourselves and feel right-sized and have fun, but especially in a solitary moment. That is a reflection of what we're craving sometimes as an adult. So you being active in your physical body or competing or out there, you know, being pumped up and motivated where you're physically using your body, you're interacting with people and even, you know, like playing some sort of sport where you are on a team, there's this Mm -hmm. element of teamwork and isn't that funny that that's what you and I talked about before we got on the call is teamwork. So we'll we'll yeah. share that in a minute because that's not what you're feeling necessarily right now in work or who are my people at work? Like, I don't feel like I have, you know, certain people that I can go to with my challenges or strategize with. But being on a team playing sports, you got to rely. You, you are just one of many. So the yeah. things that you're experiencing right now and your inner child are trying to connect and right now. Now they're disconnected. Is that, yeah. does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do like a marathon or something, yeah. like something challenging that like is going to push me to my physical and mental limits. Yeah. And I think it goes back to like that feeling of like, I'm just like feeling like weighed down. And when you said that, I kind of thought of like, like me being like pushed down into a trampoline and I'm like, I'm yes. ready to catapult, but I don't know where to put the energy necessarily, yeah. you know? And that's such a great analogy because it's also so playful and we can all mm-hmm. imagine jumping on a trampoline, whether we're adults or when we're little, I felt so freaking free on the trampoline. I would turn music on and jump on the trampoline forever. And my neighbors, I wasn't allowed to get a trampoline, but our neighbors had one and they let us come over and jump on it. And I would go and I would bring my little jam box and I would turn music on and jump on the trampoline. So that is one thing that I did when I was little. And now I'm thinking, gosh, how do I jump on the trampoline today? Well, maybe I need to get one. You know, maybe I get a trampoline and that's a gateway to me creating clarity. But what's interesting for you is talking about getting unstuck guess what you could do? You could train for a marathon. I mean, you have to decide you want to do it, but you don't have to go like that much in excess. You could train for, you know, a 10K and find people to train with because that was your other question. And I want to come back to that, that this is what Greg and I were talking about before we got on the call is, you know, who are the people that I can go to that feel like my team, that I feel like a sense of camaraderie and connection. And we were talking about not necessarily going to people at work and not necessarily going to our family. Who do we have that creates community for us, that pumps us up and motivates us? 
So for you right now, it is finding some sort of sport or team or challenge or goal that you're working towards, and then not just training for it by yourself, but finding a crew to start running with or start doing your training with. And I know it's cold, getting colder because it's the winter, but that's totally something that you could do is you could figure out, okay, I want to train for something. Let me start doing some research. And I will tell you this, the simplest thing you could do around that right now is set the intention is, hey, I don't know where to start in this, but I'm ready to train for something. I'm ready to springboard off that trampoline because all this energy is compressed in me. So put it out there and then I guarantee you because I can feel it and see it, but I just, this is the way that this stuff works is somebody will say to you, oh yeah, hey, we've got a a running group or we've got a triathlon group. Somebody will be doing some sort of training in the next week or so in your periphery and you're going to say, no kidding. I was just thinking I wanted to do something. How do I join? Is it too late for me to join? When is the race? When is whatever it is? So be on the lookout for that, but set the intention. Because that will give you something that starts to motivate your energy field and obviously move your body, which is a, a great component of that. But it'll also give you new people, places, and energies to connect with that ignite your spirit. Yeah. I'm just noticing a lot of things clicking for me right now throughout this conversation, but that kind of relationship with a friend or even a stranger, I just know like in my heart that conversations that come up in those moments when you're with a team or when you're training for something with somebody else is much healthier or deeper than just calling your friend and just being like, oh my God, I just had a horrible day at work. This stinks. I'm not happy with this, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. There's a different type of conversation that happens within a team or if there's like a similar goal in mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know you and I have talked about things that are in your heart around fulfilling your meaning and your purpose. And, you know, it focuses on physical fitness, teamwork, leading, coaching. There's a there's an element to that. So what you do is you live as if, which means, okay, then I need to join something right now and train for it. You know, months ago, I started doing Pilates. I got your sister to start doing Pilates too. She's on the bandwagon. But she, so she and I both (laughs) talked, she's like, I love Pilates. I was like, I know, me too. But what I love about Pilates is two things. Well, three things, but the main things are one, I have to drive there and it's a little bit of a trek for me. So I have the time to and from in the car that is my space, my time. And whether I listen to a podcast or I turn the radio on in the car, I find so much magic in that. And I will I will do breath exercises through my heart like we were talking about while I pay attention to the road. And there's something about that energy entrainment that is very highly vibrational and healing for me. So I love the trip there and back and making the time for it. But when I get to Pilates, I enjoy the people around me. I love going to my Pilates class and knowing that, you know, I can say, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted from my morning. I'm so glad to be here. And the person next to me be like, I'm glad you're here too. Or I had a rough day or you know what? I'm having a good day. Let's make it a great day. And we laugh and we make jokes and we grunt together and breathe 
breathe and, and all the things. And the third thing I love about the Pilates for me is I have to be centered. I have to sit there and use my breath or else I'm going to do something funky on the reformer and fall off. I mean, I have to be in my body and focusing my energy. And I can't be, you know, back in the emails that I was sending earlier, the calls that I was on or what I have in two hours, I have to be present. So we get very present and focused and transcendent, which helps us intuitively. So your homework is 100% find your find your goal, your team goal, and join up, sign up, and start training. Because those people, and what's interesting about that is I feel very deeply for you that those people that you begin to connect with are going to become some of your really good friends. You're ready for new friendships. That's another thing they're showing me, and I think that resonates with a lot of people. It's not that we're leaving our old friends behind, but sometimes we need new people and their energy to motivate us and inspire us or show us parts of ourselves that might be dormant or compressed, like on the trampoline, what you were talking about. Yeah, I think I've been feeling that for the past few months, actually. Yeah. And not something that's been necessarily conscious, but when you say it, it's like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. What I'm thinking about personally for me and and how this can expand your network of influence, your tribe of people and create healthier connections that also help us reach the ladder up. That's a that's a Mm. saying your sister told me. We were kind of Mm. in the shoots and ladders analogy. It was like we get to reach the ladder up and we get to reach it down. But this reaches the ladder up sometimes. But by me going to Pilates building some new community there, looking forward to it, being present, all of the energy that that has created has also encouraged me to reach out and network and connect with people that I might have been afraid of rejection from before or procrastinated around or been lazy around. And that didn't happen overnight. But I will tell you over the last eight months, six, eight months, The Pilates and that community and engagement has given me more motivation to reach out and connect with people that inspire me, people I want to network with and get to know, that I'm curious to share ideas with or get their feedback. And I've been networking more as a result of partly the Pilates and building that new community. So it's like you're taking one step at a time and you don't have to see what's what's up at the top of the stairs, but it's doing something, creating traction and knowing that it's building momentum or energy. I think that that is going to be really helpful over the next few months. And because it's winter and you know how we get kind of hibernating and dormant over winter and we might gain weight or, you know, it gets so muggy and dark and gloomy outside. And it's the holidays, so, you know, we can just, you know, eat more than we normally do with parties and obligations. But actually joining up and doing something right now with a team, you'll even feel better about yourself and and even more like you, you know, that beautiful version of you that is in there with the compressed trampoline image when you Mm -hmm. show up for family, when you show Mm -hmm. up for the holidays and events and connecting Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. 
until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I do want to go back to a question you asked me that we touched on a little bit before the call, but you were asking me about, you know, I have people at work, I'm connected, I've got my team, but I also feel like an island and I don't really have people to talk to. Let's talk about that a minute and we can walk through some ways to shift that. Sure. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of times I will go to family or a friend and then, you know, they're great and always supportive, but sometimes they're reaffirming what might not be what you feel like they might say you're doing a great job right you're like look at all these things that you've done and it doesn't really feel good to me because I'm like feeling that compressed state that we talked about um so and I know there's more right but then at work I don't feel like that I can really talk deeply with certain people because it's my manager or it's a coworker that I don't really trust fully or you know, they just don't see eye to eye with me on certain things. I can just feel that or they don't see it the way I do. So just maybe you could walk me through some ways to find ways that I can help myself in finding purpose within work or just finding ways to help myself in general, like mentally getting through the days, right? Absolutely. And yeah. again, the holidays tend to exacerbate these feelings more and people out there are experiencing that disconnect or that isolation in work, even on a team. And especially, you know, with people who work remotely, or if you don't necessarily feel comfortable sharing with your boss or seeing eye to eye with someone, that's life, right? We, we get those experiences in life. So finding ways to fill your cup up in other areas, for me, I have found actually helps me to be more authentic and connected in a workspace where I already may feel disconnected. So yes, going back to what we talked about, about you joining a team, finding something, I think that is going to be a huge catalyst for your energy field revitalizing and feeling and experiencing that sense of connection. And then it will overflow into work scenarios. So that is one aspect that will already help. But additionally, with family. I want to talk about family first, and then we'll talk about work. One of the things I learned a long time ago is my family, my family of origin, they know a certain dance with me. And we have a certain dynamic, we have a history, all of those aspects of ourself. So a lot of times, they enable us. And it's not that, you know, and we enable them, you know, it's, it goes, that streak goes both ways. We do this old dance, you know, and it's not that anybody doesn't love us or see us or want us to feel better. 
But usually when we're stuck or upset or aggravated, we'll pick up the phone and call a family member. My mom is now deceased, but I can remember a long time ago when I was really in my lower places, the first phone call would be my mom. And as much as she loved me and wanted me to be out of that, she would commiserate with me or enable me. And it wasn't that she was trying to do it. It just, we had been doing that same dance. And I had a very wise mentor say to me, Amanda, the next time you're stuck, you're frustrated. You don't know what to do, you know, and you want to go and first pick up the phone and call or text your mom. Do not do it. And I was like, what do you mean? Don't do it. And she said, no, because if you do what you did, you're going to get what you got. You're going to get that same response. You're going to create that same energy loop, the same information. It's going to feel the same in your body. You're going to even, you could be triggered or it exacerbates it. It's not going to create new solutions. And she said, call me. She says, you call me first, whether you've had something joyful happen or you are losing your, you know what? And she said, you call me and you will talk through it. We will process it. We'll clarify it. We'll either celebrate the win or we will walk through the struggle and find new tools, new solution, new ways to see what's going on. And then you get to share it with your mom. Then you get to share it with your sister, whatever it may be. And it's not that we don't lean on and rely on family because I am all about finding ways of healthily building and healing and growing our family relationships. But when I am in a growth spurt and you're in a growth spurt, like you are, you're, you're in a nine personal year in your numerology, which is all about closure and completion before you bust through into your one year, which is going to feel like overlap for a while. Like it just is. So you've got a lot of like eclipse kind of changeover energy, but you're in a growth spurt and your soul is all this like compressed energy, just like your trampoline, mm-hmm. which is the most brilliant, brilliant analogy you could have given. And it also relates mm-hmm. to, you know, childhood feelings of not being able to burst up and really jump up and and be bright and shine. So let me ask you this, who, and if the answer is no one, that's okay too. Who in your life, do you have someone in your life who feels like that person you can pick up the phone and connect with and share the high or the low, and they can really healthfully hold space? Yeah. I mean, there's probably one or two people I I feel like I, I can do that with. Yeah. Okay. So here's the deal with that. And if mm. you're out there and you're like, I don't know who I would call. I don't know who to call because that is, you know, some people will have a person or two that they know can hold space for them. And if you don't have someone to hold space for you, start to pray about it because that person will appear and they may be in your periphery. You just may not be ready to ask them for help or share vulnerably from your heart. So that is something to set intentions around and put out there. I need someone who is safe. I need someone who helps me be more clear in my in my mind, body, spirit, and how I'm growing, how I'm healing. But what you can do, Greg, is with those couple of people, like today, and this is an action item today, is later this afternoon, reach out to one or both of them. So between today and tomorrow, reach out to one or both of them and say, hey, I just want you to know that I appreciate you for these things in my life. So and, and I've talked a lot about appreciation versus gratitude this month. That is a big theme of really tapping into this higher vibrational frequency of appreciation. So reach out to them and tell them why you appreciate them. So that way you're clear on why they hold safe space for you and what they reflect back that you're craving. And then also say to them, hey, 
I'm going through a growth spurt right now in life and I'm struggling in these areas that you may know and I'm feeling, you know, uncomfortable in my own skin. Would it be okay if from time to time when I have stuff going on, I pick up the phone and and if you have time, we make space to problem solve and troubleshoot this stuff? Like ask them to be your space. You know, inv- yeah. and, and it's invite someone in because that's also endearing. And endearment is a very high vibrational energy. And if anything, you're a very endearing human. I know that about you. And you and I share this like innate kindness where we're sensitive and we don't want to let people down. But it also when we feel that we are endeared to and by someone, it is brilliant heart space energy of, of true connection. So you endear them by being vulnerable, but saying, hey, Will you be this person for me? I'm not going to abuse that privilege, you know, but will you be there for me? And also, will you be there for me when some something really good happens so I can call you and tell you something good happened? I love that. Yeah. That's so simple, but it's sometimes so hard for us to pick up a thousand pound phone. Yeah, no, it definitely is difficult, even for someone like me, who I would say is like pretty vulnerable and I'm yeah, okay doing that, are. especially with friends and family. But I really like the way you put it like, hey, I'm going through a growth spurt because that kind of like sets the stage for yourself and you're just like putting it out there in the world. But then it also it shows them like, hey, things are gonna be a little bit different here. Right. And I need you to continue to show up for me the way you have. But I'm going somewhere and I need your support in this way and that way. Right. And it's not going to be the old song and dance that you talked about. Right. Yeah. And in, the, in my last episode, I talked about just what are the dreams and beliefs that you're just reaching up for, like you're standing on your tippy toes reaching for. And what this is doing towards a, a belief and a dream is I want connection. I want meaningful connections and support, and I want to grow and hold that space. Who can I just reach up for and ask to help me do that? It's a little bit of a reach because it means being vulnerable, but it's also saying I'm going through a growth spurt and I can't do this alone. I need somebody to help me be accountable, help me when I'm irrational, you know, or I can't think clearly or I'm in a tailspin. And I also want you to be there because this is the important part of it that I think adds so much value is I also want you to be there for me when really good things happen too. Yeah, that's perfect. And then it'll in turn help you on a professional level with communicating where you may not see eye to eye or you may not feel appreciated or valued in a work scenario or you're you may not be thinking and strategizing the same way as another coworker. So I think that that's an easy place to start. And on top of that, from an energetic or a spiritual place, the one thing I know that works best and I've used this many times throughout the years is when I go to bed at night, I will say things like, hey, soul, hey, higher self, connect me with so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so's higher self, like in, a, in your, you know, at work, connect me with their higher selves for our most optimal outcomes to create greater teamwork and cohesion for abundance and, you know, creativity and outcomes that beyond my belief. So, Literally, what you're doing is you're talking to your higher self and you're also connecting with their higher selves and you're not intervening with their free will. You're just saying, hey, while I'm sleeping tonight, strategize. Can you connect my soul with their soul so we can formulate some ideas and do something that's going to be for the greatest good, something that's going to have unlimited potential, that's going to create more cohesion and teamwork. Show me, help me. 
can you do that soul? Okay, thank you. I'm going to go to sleep. And that way it takes some of the the human stress and pressure off of you, Greg. And also it develops intuition further because you're using your higher consciousness. You're engaging your higher consciousness. You're engaging the higher consciousness of the people around you. So you're starting to think, believe, dream bigger. That's that reaching up in the closet on your tippy toes. Like it's just reaching up and it's not stressful. It's like, let me just give this to God or let me give this to my soul. Hey, can you figure out and troubleshoot this for me because I want it to be brilliant and one of the things that they're showing me your soul is making the decision today right now while we're on this call to want it to be better because I know that's not where you want to be in two years I know you want you have new horizons and new things coming for you and those things will start to come about into next year but right now why not say, okay, this is not the job that I want forever, but I want to go out with a bang. And I actually want to feel so freaking, you know, muscled up and great in where I leave this job. So come on, because God hadn't taken that job off of your plate yet. So there's lessons still to learn. So it's, it's just shifting your perspective and saying, hey, you know what, today going forward, I'm going to make the decision that there's going to be some new beginnings, new opportunities in work, new teamwork that's going to come out of nowhere that I don't expect. And I'm ready to believe for that versus believing the same day in and day out. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. What's a perspective switch that I could have about like, oh, phone calls coming in, like, oh, not, not another phone call. Like rather than that, then like, how can I look at it where it's like, I can shift those kind of feelings into like, no, this could be an opportunity, right? You know, that's a question. It's a great question. And I know it resonates with people and it resonates with me because I will sometimes say, oh, not another text message, you know, or, oh my gosh, don't they know what I'm doing right now? <laughs> I get I get really self-important. Like and and here's the deal. First of all, I'm la- I'm being really blatantly honest about that and I'm laughing at it and I'm not dismissing it because I laugh at myself that way cuz sometimes that is the ego, the small voice saying I don't have enough time, I don't have enough space. Look at what's on my plate and it's fear. It's straight up fear, it's not love. So when my first initial gut response is from fear, I laugh at it because I'm like, yep, there she goes again, trying to run the world, you know, and thinking she's the most important and in charge. So I notice that very quickly. I laugh at it. And then I look at wherever the incoming phone call is or the text message that's come in or the email. And I just say, you know, may I respond to this with an open heart? I should be so grateful that this person is reaching out or appreciative that they're wanting my support or they want to invite me to this or they want to share X, Y, Z with me. It's making the decision to really be honest about the little fear-based ugly reaction that we first have. So that part right there is where the treasure is, is really noticing how ugly we can be sometimes. And that's that's the small voice in the head. And then saying, hey, help me do this with an open heart. Help me do this with an open mind. Take a breath. And if the phone is ringing and you can answer it, even though you've had a long day, even though you're tired, answer it. And this is really important, and I think this is great for the holidays, and this will help everyone. Setting a boundary 
with your conversations if you need to, meaning whether you're calling a friend back or supporting someone or it's a work call, you know, being able to say I'm available from 2.30 to 3 o'clock hard stop and hold your own boundaries and honor those boundaries because that's the energy that you have to give, the time in your calendar and your space. And I know for me, like at night with my husband, I've gotten really good. I mean, about I'm not on the phone late at night. I haven't really done that much for years because that time for me is sacred. I The phone is down. I'm just not on the phone. But every now and then there's a phone call I need to take or a friend is really struggling. And I notice that and I'm able to say to my husband, you know, when it's our quality time, hey, I need to take this phone call because so-and-so, you know, needs a little bit of support for me. Does that work for you? You know, and, and not that I need his permission, but I do it because it also honors my home life and my personal and professional life in a multitude of ways. So I'm communicating with my spouse and Mm -hmm. I'm then saying to the person on the phone, Hey, I'm available for the next 30 minutes. What, what do you need? You know, and I don't always, I don't really say I'm available for this many minutes, but sometimes I will, depending on who, who the person is, I will. Sometimes that's necessary because I can talk a lot. (laughs) They can. So um, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of times you give a client, an inch and I'll take a mile. Right. So I think sometimes setting those boundaries is super important. So, yeah. And I mean, I tell you what, last night and like just full disclosure, it was, I don't know, it was, it was late and I had just gotten home and had been a really long day. And I mean, my day had been full professionally, me doing the service work that I do showing up. I did my Pilates class. I, I, all the things happened in a day and come eight 30, eight 45, my husband, Dennis and I are about to watch something on TV and chill out with the dogs. And a text message came through and my first response was, oh my gosh, don't they know this is my time? Like this is after hours, you know, I don't, they know what I did in my day. And I'm reiterating this because the more clear I get about that energy in my response, because I felt myself pick up the phone and then get really self-important and really protective over my boundaries. Well, guess what, Amanda? If I'm that protective, I didn't need to pick up the phone to read the text message in the first place. But what I did was I picked up the phone, I saw it, and I decided, you know what? This person, I I need to respond to them. I would like to respond to them. And I said to my husband, I said, hey, I need to respond to this text message. Can we start this show? Of course, we were watching something on TV. Can we start this show in five minutes? Let me have this text conversation so I can respond because I, I, I didn't do this before. And they had texted me back about something and I had dropped the ball. So I made the decision and he was like, yeah, no problem. But deciding when those boundaries can be a little fluid, but also mm-hmm. still communicating my boundaries to my husband. Does that make sense when I'm talking about yeah. being flexible in my boundaries? Like this is my sacred time. But also yeah. I wanted to respond to this person because I cared about them, but then also communicating the boundary to my husband. Like there's something about communication. And this also will support you and anybody out there. The more we clarify our voice, telling people what we need, asking people for what we need, communicating clearer and better, the more unstuck we get. 
and especially in our hopes, wishes, and dreams and manifesting those into reality. That really hits home for me because when I sometimes feel like I'm in like a gross spurt, then I can get that self-important feeling you kind of described, right? And then the first thing that goes out the window for me is like communication and with my wife or with friends, I'm like, I don't have time for that. I don't even say why yeah. I'm not, you yeah. know, and, and you mentioned the thing about asking if I can do that. I just thought it was so good. Like your self-important self will, will say, well, why do I have to ask permission? Right. But when really like, it's just, it's community, it's communication is respecting yourself is respecting your spouse or friend. And it's also respecting the work. Right. Yeah. And communication is something I know that we all work on and we can be better at. So it's listening to our inside voice, getting very clear with that. And especially those first reactions of, don't you know, this is my time because that's also emotional. It's a very defensive energy. It's a self-import. It's just this inflamed ego and for for you or for me or any of us out there to be able to notice the inflammation of the ego versus the inflammation of the soul, because those two things are diabolically opposed. They are different forces because when my ego is inflamed, I'm thinking small, I'm limiting my percep- perception, I'm playing a finite game, I am blocking all of this abundance, infinite possibility and energy of s- the spirit that is is quantum. So conversely, noticing when someone texts, someone reach out, reaches out, you get an email and you're excited about it. Oh my gosh, I've been waiting for this to come through. I was just thinking about this client the other day, or I can't believe you just called. I was just talking about you. You know, when we, so the opposite of that is this, oh my gosh, which is this expansion of spirit and it's creativity and it's passion and it's inclusive and it's whole and it's not lonely. It's connected. Yeah. So on the opposite side of that, notice when your first response is expansive, joyful, connective, because that's where you want to marinate for a minute. And yeah. to close that out, the cool thing is when I have somebody who reaches out to me, sends an email or, you know, I run into somewhere in life. And I'm excited to see them. And there's that kind of animation and burst of joy from my heart. I take note of those people. And a lot of times I'll say, what was it about them that I enjoyed interacting with? Why did my spirit light up around them? And I'll notice about myself, oh, it's because every time I see them, they hold space and are quiet and still. You know, I mean, there are people that I'm so animated sometimes. I love people who are just nurturing, calm and grounded because I can be, you know, up in the air and all over the place. I can be a lot, right? And they gently so hold you? space. Yeah, right? right? <laughs> I have this, wait, I have this woman in Pilates that I, who I love. Her name is Tara. And she's so, she's such a badass. She's so cool. And she happens to be a Reiki master. And uh, she's just, and she's a, like a mom and both of her boys are in college. And she's, she, she's just amazing. And she's just so gentle and strong and wise. 
and we were talking after a class one day and I'm like animated about something and she's like Amanda let's go outside the whole studio can hear us you know <laughs> and it was so gentle and it was her way of yeah. saying come on Amanda like let me get you outside so you're not disturbing you know being the center of attention and disturbing everybody's peace and I wasn't looking for attention I just mean it was like yeah, but she had yeah. this gentle way and we had the best conversation I look forward to seeing her but when I got in the car I thought gosh that was that was so organic and that's one of the things I love about her she feels organic to me and what does that show me I'm craving more organic relationships in my life organic yeah. experiences so the clues to the people that lift your spirit and light you up the interactions are clues to what you're craving in connection community relationships I hope it's helpful. Was yeah. there anything else that you wanted to ask or cover before we wrap up? No, I think there's like a lot for me to work on. And there were just so many things that just kind of clicked for me. And like, I just feel lighter and I feel like excited. So, so I just want to say thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And I know that this resonates with other people. And hopefully you all out there are feeling lighter and excited and can put these practices into play, especially that breathing exercise of stilling yourself with your breath and then beginning to imagine that you're breathing through your heart space. So you're using the imagination with your breath and creating this infinite synchronicity to put you in that quantum space to to move forward and to get unstuck, but through your breath and imagination first versus you know, jumping into busyness and the things we do. I think that's very helpful at any time, but during the holidays, especially with family and responsibilities. So thank you so much for Greg, for coming on today, being so candid and forthcoming. And the questions you ask were, they were universal questions that, that are really, I know they're personal to you, but they were, I'm sure they were universal to everyone out there. So thank you. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Okay, everyone. Thank you for joining me on Soul Sessions. And a big thanks to Greg Fazio again. Reach out, share any feedback, any synchronicities, any aha moments, and take care, be well, and happy holidays. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 